I'll be using the shorter form of the gospel reading, in case you have that in your missalettes. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowds, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slaves said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, First collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. The Gospel of the Lord. I want to begin this homily by telling you a story. It's about a guy who goes to his rabbi and he says, Rabbi, you'll never believe what happened to me. My son left the house and became a Christian. The rabbi said, shh, you'll never believe what happened to me. My son left the house too and became a Christian. So what are we going to do? We pray to God. They prayed to God. And God said, you'll never believe what happened to me. Don't don't worry, you'll get that joke by the end of the homily. Actually, this conversation happens a lot more than you might think, especially around August of every year as we begin RCIA classes. What do I mean? Well, those RCIA classes are for men and women who leave their spiritual house as a Presbyterian or a Church of Christ or as a Methodist and decide to become Catholic Christians. Their parents may say in dismay, you'll never believe what happened to me. My son left the house and became a Catholic. And to be honest, I am in utter awe of these people who are drawn to Catholicism, especially today, when our faith is under fire from all sides. Secular society takes pot shots at us. Many Protestants see us as sex or as a cult. Even Catholics who have been hurt by the church or who are divorced and remarried and cannot get an annulment feel the church has abandoned them. Who would join such a church that is ostracized, marginalized, misunderstood, facing enemies from outside and inside? Wow, that sounds like Jesus, doesn't it? 
during his earthly life. But unbelievably, people are still able to peer through the eyes of faith and perceive that Catholicism is precisely the church that Jesus established in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, on St. Peter the Rock. And he promised that the gates of Hades would not prevail against it. But Jesus did not say that Hades would not try to prevail. So please pray for all the brave people who are dipping their toes in the ocean of Catholicism this fall. You'll never believe it, but they have left their parents' spiritual house and want to become Catholic Christians. But of course, not everyone who leaves their parents' spiritual home becomes a Christian. Some do exactly the opposite. Some people choose a path that is both sad and even shocking to their parents. And sometimes that path is very unchristian. I was on the phone last Friday talking with a mother who was deeply concerned about her son. She shared between tears and sobs that he had no desire to go to the Catholic Church anymore or attend any church for that matter. Why not? Well, she explained that he was becoming depressed because he was being absorbed into the digital world of gaming and online entertainment. Her greatest fear was that that line between the real world and the virtual world were becoming blurred in his mind, and he could no longer tell the difference. She could tragically repeat the words of that joke I began this homily with. You'll never believe what happened to me. My son left the house and doesn't believe in God or in any religion anymore. My friends, this is the messy modern world in which we have to try and apply Jesus' parable of the weeds and the wheat. How so? Well, each person's story, mine and yours, is replete with change and growth and maturity. But at the same time, our lives are also marked by trials and temptations, failures and setbacks. In other words, we all have left our parents' house, their upbringing and their teaching. And sometimes our adult actions make them very proud of us while at other times they smack their palms to their forehead and say with a Yiddish accent, you'll never believe what happened to me. Now the parable also presents two ways of reacting to other people's and our own unexpected behavior. First, we may react like the slaves of the householder who wanted to immediately pull up the weeds and spare the wheat. That is, some of, it, some of us may want to pass judgment too soon on others. We believe we know who's good and who's bad, who's holy and who's sinful, who deserves heaven and who deserves hell. But do we? Do we even know what we deserve ourselves? I love the line in Eucharistic Prayer 1, which states very humbly, Do not consider what we truly deserve, but grant us 
your forgiveness. In other words, if we got what we truly deserved, like all the commercials say we should, we would be in big trouble. But the householder gives us a second perspective. And there I believe we find true wisdom. He says, let them grow together until harvest. And then at harvest time, I will say, says the householder, to the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning and gather the wheat into my barn. In other words, none of us is a finished product the moment that we leave our father's house and become a Christian. That is not the end of our story, but in a sense, only the beginning. Any one of us can fall from grace. And at the same time, anyone, any one of us can climb to new heights of holiness and sanctity. You know, I love that old saying, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. The householder had the wisdom and more importantly, the patience to let both weeds and wheat grow, to see what each would eventually become at the end of their lives, at the harvest. We too should reserve judgment on one another. Only God knows who's who. St. Paul made the same point as Jesus' parable in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12, when he said, I know at present partially. Then, at the end, I shall know fully as I am fully known. Our job, therefore, is to pray for all the weeds to finally become wheat and for all the wheat to stay that way until the harvest. The real reason not to pull out the weeds or the wheat until the harvest is because it is not easy to tell which is which. God alone knows, so God alone decides. He even knew that his son would leave the house and become a Christian. Praise to be Jesus Christ.